Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, Chuck battles his house, Jake gets his loot, and Toronto testing has begun. Chuck, how are we doing, my friend? Oh, it is, it's an uphill battle this week. Yeah. Last weekend to this weekend, it is an uphill battle with my house that is very making me very very tired <laughs> and uh yeah just taking a lot of my time uh away from other things so but yeah between fixing a bathroom which is like and i mean when i say that i mean a sink a toilet and a shower all had a little bit of work last weekend wow my garage opener my garage opener broke today so working on that beforehand and i won't be fixing that and then yeah just a one of those things where you're a new homeowner and everything breaks oh yeah i think i've i've said a couple of my new homeowner experiences uh on the podcast before but yeah it's it's always a joy um to be able to own your own house but with that um you know you (laughs) everything that breaks or anything that goes wrong it's 100% on you. <laughs> you don't have a landlord yep. to say, hey, uh, my shower is broken. There's a leak or or anything like that. So um, I feel your pain. Um, <laughs> uh, hang in there. It's not always so bad, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's just been one of those weeks. Uh, so just got to get through it. And then uh, shuffle forward. Got some big Pokemon stuff coming up next weekend. So got to nice. look forward to that. Nice. Yeah. So needless to say, there wasn't a lot of Pokemon for you this week. Uh, I mean, I still made it out to locals on Friday. I played in a team challenge, um, but I kind of just winged both. So it was just kind of like, well, I'm going. Right. And I grabbed, I grabbed the deck that I had, and it's like in both cases, like ready to go, and just was like, let's let's see what happens. So exactly. I mean, I kind of did the same thing with locals this week. Uh, was just winging it. I never even thought about it because I was been busy at work. Um, got there and I just randomly picked Zorark um you know v star for this week's uh just regular locals um and i saw the other half of the coin where it just basically bricked in all of my games and it took too long to set up and because of that um ended up losing uh uh we played four rounds and uh i i went one and three um so definitely seen you know that side of zora arc but you know um I would never play. I mean, I personally don't feel comfortable enough playing that deck um, going to a big tournament um, for that very reason, because I've seen how it, you know, it can be clunky. Obviously, when it sets up, it hits big numbers and it feels fun um, and blowing things up on one Okoingham is great. But sometimes, you know, just getting to that point is a little rough with the deck. Yeah, yeah, I've had a couple people recommend it to me and I like the idea of Zorark. I've played it. It's actually a lot it's popular format. right it is so, i mean it's a great on the ladder deck because you can just set up quickly and then start blowing things up and then just go quickly um it's a you know there there is thoughtfulness in it especially early game but basically it's just kind of like a beat stick kind of a thing um so it's like i think it's a great um ladder deck um as far as like big tournaments obviously people have had some success with it but i i don't feel comfortable enough with it yeah it's a uh, if you want the most consistent version, you just like choose to punt to a lot of matchups, right? Some, a lot, but 
there are definitely matchups you just choose to punt to. Uh, and then when you start making text for it, it just gets ever so more inconsistent. Uh, and then you get more bricky options behind it. Not to mention that any deck can brick it anytime anyway. So oh, I agree. Uh, yeah, so I can see it. It's a fun deck. I haven't built, uh, but like I will keep it into the not so serious tier uh, when I want to play it. Right. Um, yeah, that's just the mindset I had. But aside from locals, um, this weekend was actually really beautiful and actually rather warm uh, for for us in Pittsburgh on the East Coast uh, in November. We were in the eighty degree um, range, depending on where you were. Um, so I took advantage of that and was outside a lot, um, went on a couple, uh, walks on the trails that are close to my house. Uh, my son had some outdoor like deck hockey, um, and just was outside when I could be, um, you know, for the most part this weekend, um, and not playing as much, uh, Pokemon other than the pre-release that I finally got to go to. Um, and I guess we can start talking about that. Um, the pre-release was pretty fun. Um. I ended up going 2-1, and I, I think uh, I had the, the Ar- Archeops build. Um, so, it, you know, it's it's it you have to evolve it, you know, from from the uh, fossils all the way up. Um, so it's not as, as consistent or, or dominant, I guess, as like the Lugia version, but it was still a fun deck. Um, and, you know, it felt good um, and ended up winning my last game. Uh, because of um, what's her, what's her face, uh, Serena um, having the gust. Because one of my opponents uh, had a V Pokemon that I hit, and then they retreated. The thinking, you know, there's no gust in the format, but Serena came up uh, big. Um, you know, gusting is always great, but in a pre-release format, when it's very limited to sometimes nev- never, um, it feels good to be able to uh, boss her win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the rare lucky Serena pull in one of the packs. Right, so. right. It was just a random Serena pull. It wasn't part of like the, the kit, um, but it, it is. Uh, you know, no, it was fun. Um, got some pretty good hits. Um, got that the. I mean, the only packs I've opened all weekends um, at or to this point are the pre-release uh, stuff. So it was just the the one kit with the prize packs. Um, ended up pulling a Lugia V Star, and I have a funniest story about that one too. Um, one of our locals, um, Russ. Um, great guy. And, uh, he, we did like a lottery for the first pick of like the first box out of the, you know, the pre-release boxes and he won. And I think I got in the round like 10 or 11th pick or something in that range. Um, so I, I watch him and he walks up to the boxes. He puts his hand on one. He literally like half picks it up and then drops it. He's like, no, 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 not this one. So then he picked another one. So I'm like, eagle eye on that same box i'm like that's the one i'm gonna pick if it's still there um and then uh lo and behold it comes up to my turn and i'm like i'm taking this one thank you very much uh and then end up pulling the the lugia v-star out of it and i i you know in the middle of us building our (laughs) our decks i was like thanks russ for the lugia he's like what are you talking about (laughs) so i had to throw a little shade there um from from now on i think that's what i'm gonna do so if he if he ever picks up a box uh, and drops it again. I'm just gonna follow his his luck because he's he has self proclaimed bad luck, um, but he put it on himself because he had it in his hands. I've already we've told the story where you've had the I, I believe it was a Palkia 
or or Zora Arc, uh, the gold one where I had it in my hands and then you took it from me. <laughs> I basically did the reverse to him, but he didn't know I was going to do it to him. <laughs> yeah, well, he just has to take it out of his like. It's just don't second guess anything. Just go up there and grab it and leave. Right. Like, <laughs> this has got stuff in it. Exactly. No, it was just a, a strategy I was going to use. Um, but uh, no, it was just fun. There's no actual uh, skill there. It was complete luck. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but out of my prize packs, I actually pulled uh, the Friends of Galar. Um, and I pulled another full art uh, trainer as well. I forget the the water, the new water one. Which one's that? I forget her name right now. Um Oh, uh, Candace. Yeah, Candace. So I, I pulled those two as well. Um, so I can't complain. I had a pretty good uh, run of packs there um, for very limited, uh, but it was fun. Um, again, I uh, went to one. The deck felt fun, but uh, it wasn't like super dominant. But um, yeah, definitely better than my previous experiment last or experience last week. So, right. Of nothing. Um, uh, before we really move on, um, I just wanted to throw this out there i i i haven't really opened a lot of packs i know you haven't yet either um but if, uh, from what i've seen locally we've had like five people um and one of them did this twice pulled the lugia alt v you know the one there he's like flying and he's looking upside down at or with his head upside down looking at the sailor or whatever um like the the chase card of the set which what most people would say and it seems like a lot of people are pulling it um, at least locally, I don't know if there's something in the water over here. Um, I, I've seen people on Twitter obviously post it, but obviously we're going to see people on Twitter post it all the time uh, with any of those polls. But it seems to be at a higher rate than I anticipated. Uh, I don't know. I, obviously, if if this keeps up, I think that it drives the cost of that card down. But also, um, it's great for you know just the community to be able to have an opportunity to pull that card. Yeah, I haven't. I've seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of you guys in our discord pulling them and i don't think i've seen anyone here um get one locally actually um i know one store opened a bunch and they did not uh they did not manage to get a lugia in uh hmm. their openings um yeah this is just double checking yep no lugia alt art and it was like uh that was like multiple case opening. So Holy. I guess there's something in the water here in Pittsburgh. Then yeah, because <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. you might, you might guys got like a little bit of good clumping or he just opened a couple of bad cases and we still have yet to, I mean, I don't still know. Like to go. I don't know. So, maybe something like a, a couple of weeks ago at our locals where we all pulled like the gold muse and, and Pikachu, uh, <laughs> maybe it's something like that, where it's just all the love yeah. has come to Pittsburgh right now when it comes to polls. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll see. Hopefully that continues when I get to open my stuff later this week. I think Friday because um, uh, Sports Card Junction um, wasn't able to get their um, their stuff this week because they were closed this weekend. Um, congratulations to Nate, uh, our, our contact there. Um, he got married this weekend, so obviously he wasn't there. And actually the whole store closed for the weekend to do his his thing there. Um, so then they were supposed to get their shipment on Monday. Uh, with the the Silver Tempest, um, but it ended up getting delivered today as recording on a Tuesday. I, mean, I can't make it until Friday, um, so I'll have to wait then till then. Yeah, um, I should uh, I should have availability. Not, 
I won't have availability to get anything from anywhere until Friday either. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because uh, that's the store I usually play at. Uh, they didn't, they are officially a league now, but could not run a pre-release. They did not get a pre-release kit. So uh, they're still waiting till the Friday to release everything. Not that they uh, haven't even got their stuff yet. I think it's still coming this week. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, a little unlucky there, but you know, it is, it is. Um, but I actually forgot. I even in the intro, uh, it said I got my loot. Uh, talking about uh, Sports Car Junction's shipments, they did get, uh, however, um, a, a specific shipment that I was waiting for for a long time, and that was our top 32 uh, play mats, uh, along with the goodie bag that came uh, with that. So there was a lot of really cool stuff there. Got some Ultra Pro stuff, some some binders, uh, some deck boxes, some play mats. Uh, so I actually came away yesterday with three separate play mats. So I got um, uh, the Charmander one that comes from like the Ultra Ball that, you know, that is kind of standard there. Um, and then I got two Gengar mats, which one of them I'm going to be giving to our one of our locals, which is his favorite is Gengar, the, obviously the unstamped one. And then I finally got my top 32 mat, um, which means a lot to me because that run was probably one of my fo- most fun experiences um, not only just success, but the the camaraderie, like I talked to uh, with Team Sports Car Junction and um, our mascot, the Dolphin, um, was there uh, <laughs> taking pictures and stuff like that. Uh, but no, it was it was great. Uh, the whole team got to to show up yesterday at at locals, um, and you no, know, it was fun just to you know really uh, you know get get that get that mat and and talk about the run and and all that stuff. Uh, hopefully we can t- continue that um, going forward in the next team challenge, which um, I still haven't made it on on Team Sports Car Junction. I only attempted once and uh, lost out to Adam, uh, which, you know, he was on my team last season and had a, a huge, huge run. Um, so hopefully, you know, I can jump on to the next one, um, which I think is uh, in like a week and a half or so from now. Uh, so excited next about that. Um, but with that, I did have a question, and I know I talked to you pregame about this. Um, with the team challenge coming up, and then we kind of even talked about last week with um, uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live um, being actually officially um, rolled out on November 18th this month. Um, so my question is, and I don't have a, a complete 100% answer, is is the team challenge going to be on live or PTCGO? Are we going to have to hold our accounts, our transfers over, or are they sunsetting it? Um, I know there's some kind of, you know, you know, timing issue there, uh, but from just from my experience last time and in just watching these team challenges, um, just it takes a lot of time for it to unfold naturally. You know, having every week or you know to to get get into the finals. Um, no matter who wins, just just the time it takes for the tournament. So it feels like it's too long to wait till the end of uh, you know the team challenge uh, three or four, whatever season it's uh, at now. Um, so do you have an answer? Are we to hold transferring or are we porting over? Uh, I believe you are still to hold. Um, that was the original issue. I'm, I'm uh, the original recommendation when the original team challenge started i believe a year ago or maybe yeah. it was the second team challenge um 
but I I remember seeing it and I'm I'm struggling to find the original message to 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 uh, guarantee, but uh, I believe it is still recommended to hold if you are going to make the playoffs. Uh, if you're going to play in the playoffs, you will still need to use PTCGO, so um, you cannot you will have to hold transferring your account. Uh, does not mean you don't you can't start playing on live if you would like to. You just can't transfer um, your account over because then you can't go back to uh, PTCGO. Um, so you can still start your account and play on live, get the experience, um, and you can port later um, if you would like. Yeah. Um, but that is, as far as I know, the the uh, recommendation as uh, as it is because we don't. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say for anything for sure, be, uh, for real on timing, because especially with the whole launching of PTCGL, uh, it's been a lot longer than what we expected. Yes. So uh, who knows how long the swan song period of PTCGO will be. That will be really the case on how long they're going to I mean, they might keep that around for another year. Who knows? Who knows? So, I, I tend to, I feel like at this point with it being announced, hey, it is being launched worldwide. Um, I feel like, you know, we're going to see the end of PTCGO sooner rather than later. Who knows? I could be wrong. Uh, but that's just what it feels like. Originally, when we had that, you know, that post, it, it felt like, hey, we're doing that beta testing for Canada only to start. Um, so, you know, anybody in Canada, don't port over if you're going to do, um, you know, if you're going to do Team Challenge. Um, but it didn't feel like as concrete. Yeah, we're switching over. So, yeah, that's why that um, uh, we had that that uh, recommendation. Uh, but for now, I, I mean, we're, I'll, I'll stick to that. Um, but if anybody else knows something different or heard anything, please let us know um, on Twitter or, or, you know, message us or add us. Because um, one, I think, you know, the community wants to know that and not for sure to make a decision on rather if they want to actually deep dive in it or, you know, or switch over. Because I know there is still a little bit of excitement, um, you know, going to the new the new platform, um, with, even though it's had its issues or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I would just hold out, especially if you are already uh, locked in for the playoffs. I would just hold out to make sure uh, until right. you hear some definitive announcement. Yeah, for me, like I like I said, um, I, I'm really going for Team Sports Car Junction. If I'm if I don't get this next one. Um, unfortunately the fourth one is, you know, during Toronto weekend. So I'm probably not going to play in that one. Um, so if I don't make it, I don't know how hard I'm going to push for another team with this news, depending on, you know, where we fall on it, because, um, I do want to get, you know, my, you know, my account established at that point, but I, I also want to contribute in, in joining a team because it was, um, a fun run. And even, you know, regardless of how far you've gone, I've been on the other spectrum where, you know, we were one and done, but it was still, um, you know, fun just to, you know, come, you know, talk with the, my teammates, um, come up with strategies. And, you know, if it works or not, it's still just good to have that camaraderie. Yeah, uh, I agree there, too. Uh, I, I am also with you. Uh, I've been trying to make your well, I haven't really dead set on a team, but I've been trying to make 
make teams. So I've, I've been into at least uh, three or four, like I said earlier, I played in a team challenge this weekend for Heroes Inc. Um, but uh, I just can't get over the hump this time. Competition's mm. getting rough in these team challenge qualifiers. So I'm saying like uh, our locals here in Pittsburgh, um, you know, as as a a, a well-known like established um or or like big names or anything, we don't have any of those big flashy players. But um, whenever we go to these events, like we're we're making some noise and and always competing. Um, you know, we've had um, multiple, you know, instances of success from a bunch of different players here. Um, when it comes to online events, um, team challenges, um, even some IRLs, some one Ks, um, you know, we've had a lot of deep runs. Um, so we have a, a pretty good uh, talent pool here in Pittsburgh, uh, and it's 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 great because it gets us to try to up our game. Um, but it's also bad because well, not bad. Uh, but it's more difficult because <laughs> to get to where you want to be, you have to get through those players that are super talented um, that we ne- not didn't necessarily have that amount of players when we first started. Cause we, again, when we first started playing um, we we're very much in the, you know, in that, um, that COVID era of players. And a lot of the players um, that are seeing success or have started to see success um, were in the same boat with us. So um you know, so that the, the skill level just keeps rising. So I love to see that. And I feel like, um, you know, me and you have done our part to kind of help contribute to that uh, in any little way too. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree with, with all of that. And, and we do try and make a show, get everyone to improve their game as they're going. So as much as we keep doing that, we're just making the, uh, the path to qualifying for certain things a little bit harder for everyone else around us. I 100% us. I 100% agree, but it's only it's only for the best because even if you fail at this team challenge or myself fail at this team challenge, um, you know, it will only make us better in the long run if we learn from our lessons and, you know, strive to get better. Um, and then we might just see success down the road in a different tournament um, or, you know, a regional or something like that. So um, there's always lessons to be learned in all your losses. Um to help you further grow as a player to see success later down the road. Yeah. So be okay with losing as per last week and our guest Ryan and just <laughs> and, and really just take the take the lessons that you need to learn from from any loss and or win. It's always easier to to learn from the losses, I feel. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough um random chit chat there. Um, you ready to jump into our middle of the show shenanigans and our trivia? It's time, time for trivia, trivia. Trivia. Okay. I will start us off with some trivia. And uh, I am going to go down the road of name that supporter, which I've uh, got one randomly in uh, cards that I've opened in packs this week. So, um, I just shuffled through and I was like, you know, what looks like it would be a good, good uh, trivia question this week. And I came up with this one. So I don't think we've done this before. This card, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so this uh, trainer card reads, and then you have to give me the name of the card. Uh, your opponent reveals their hand and you draw a card for each trainer card you find there. Hmm. 
not Riley because I, I mean that you still. I feel yeah. like I should know this, but I at the, at, like I'm blinking and I don't know. I have that wall in my head that I'm like, I know the answer. I just need to jump over, but I, I'm not gonna get this one. But let's just guess. Um, hmm. Not aroma lady. I feel it's like just a random thing like that. Um, I give you uh, a hint if you would like. Yes, I I need a I need a phone a friend here. <laughs> All right, we'll phone a friend. It will. Uh... uh, okay. I'm trying to figure out how I want to phrase this hint because if I give you the card name. All right, so this card will pair in conjunction with this attack. If you use this attack, it will make it this attack better if you play the card that I'm talking about. Oh, poop. The name is Ominous Numbers. Dude, I am I'm in a mental state that I can't get this. I um this is just making Pokemon, me you're gonna... The Pokemon oh. this attack is on is on Mimikyu. Oh Nate is Screaming at his screen right now because he knows the answer. I know. I uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's it's Acerola, right? Acerola's something something. Premonition. Yes, yes Acerola's premonition. Yes, premonition. I knew. Oh man, I I love that card. The art on that card is so great. Ah, oh, Nate, Nate. gave you permission to smack Jake next you time you it. see him. You got it. I well, know I'm you need the answer to that question. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I my bad. My that uh, it was such an easy one, but not really. At the same time, that's, that's why I thought I was like shuffling through, and I was like, "This, this would be a good question." These are all premonition. I think. Oh, dang it! That's one of my favorite arts too. Okay, well, I've got a new kind of take on the game that I've been playing. Um, so traditionally, I will do name this Pokemon, this attack, and or ability belongs to. Um, you know, sometimes I make them really easy. Um, unintentionally, sometimes I find some gems that are that make you think. Um, this time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna change it up. We're gonna do rapid fire. Name this Pokemon, this ability, and or attack belongs to. So I'm gonna put one minute on the clock, and I'm gonna just say Ooh. a bunch of names. Okay. I have ten. I have ten. Let's see if you can get through. They're all easy. They're all Wait, easy do... mode. Can I pass if I don't know? Yes. If you if you don't know it, just say pass, and then we can okay. go back to it. Um, let me get a timer. So I'm just going to read off. It's going to either be an attack or an ability. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to read off the attack or ability. You just and say it. You can say it. I have to give you the Pokemon. Yeah, I will say it's uh, a standard legal as usual. And it, they are all at least V Pokemon. They're all V. So you, you don't have, um, you know, no, there's no shady dealings or anything like that. Although okay. um, they're... To the level, I think at least the level of shady dealings where you could say Intelli online or something to that effect. Um, okay. So, are you ready? Yes. All right. We're going to start with Spit Shot. Uh, oh, that's Cramorant. Yep. Uh, Dark Asset. Uh, Crobat. Uh, Starblaze. 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 Uh, fire Pokemon. I have to pass. Uh, Electrified. It's a Bolton. 
Blissful Blast. Uh, oh, that's uh, Blissy. Trinity Nova. Uh, Arceus. Max Phantom. Uh, that, that is Dragapult. Emperor's Eyes. Empoleon. Max Balloon. Max Balloon? Yes. Pass. Fusion Strike System. That's Mew. And that is time. All right. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, you got seven right. You passed on two. And the last one you got wrong. Uh, Fusion Str Strike System is Genesect. Now he does Technoblast. Oh, Fusion Strike System is the draw ability. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> you were in the right zone. Uh, it's hard when you're on the clock. <laughs> uh, the ones that you missed, uh, Starblaze, uh, Charizard V-Star, and Max Balloon was Flying Pikachu. Ah, that's Flying Pikachu. I I was like Balloon. Who has a balloon? I would it that would have took. I just I would have wasted time trying to think of Flying Pikachu. That's why I passed. Right. No, that's. So, that, I, I knew you, it was a. If, if you would have got the fusion strike and it, like, if if it wasn't time, I would have went back up to Starblaze, but uh, it would give you opportunity. I don't know. Did you like that? Was that a fun a fun little? Change? Yeah, I I like that. Uh, we might have to just uh, change up the game a little bit uh, <laughs> here, a little bit. That's that's kind of fun. I don't know if we can maintain that because uh, I mean. <laughs> If we're going to keep it standard legal, we're going to run out of uh, Pokemon really, really quickly. Um, well, but... we do, we're doing attacks. Eh, we'll see. Well, it was we'll attacks see. and our abilities. But good job. I, an 80%, which is passing for sure. Um, no, it was 70%. I only got. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You, you're right. You're right. 70%. Well, you passed on two. So I don't know. We'll give you, we'll give you a passing grade. Average. I'm average grade. I'm average, average dude. No, that was much better than average, my friend. <laughs> Ren, Ren, And it's time to bring back good old Ren and Card Madness because we have a new set to talk about and we have new cards to think whether they're going to be good or not and things to talk about in that nature a little bit deeper than before. So um, I'm going to randomly generate, there's 260, roughly 216, I can't remember the exact set number, um, but there's 216 with secret rares, so I'm including those at the moment. Uh, I'm going to get a generate a number between 1 and 216, and we will talk about the number I generate, which is 159. So that is going to bring us to a the trainer part of the set, the set to Lance, a supporter card. Search your deck for up to three Dragon Pokemon and put them into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. Obviously, you only play one supporter card during your turn. So that is our random card generated. Lance, is right. he going to be a card that is uh, playable? Um, bulk, burn it. Kindling, this one, or... I'm going to say he is, right now, I would say, save up your copies, keep them in your collection. Is he going to be super playable to start? I don't think so. 
reason being, I don't think I know you're probably going to disagree with me on this one, which is fine. Um, but I don't think the Reggie gate or whatever you want to call the Mewtwo Mew Reggie. Um, I don't think he's going to be great to start. Um, obviously, you're going to want a, a card like this if that deck ever pops off, if there's a bunch of dragons. Do I think that Reggie's will be good in the future? Of course I do. Um, Mewtwo Mew was, you know, it it, it saw a lot of success. Um, you know, it, there was dips and or peaks and valleys with that deck. Um, obviously, when new cards come out to make it better, um, you're going to need something like that, right? So I think right now it's a, it's just bulk um, or keep it in your collection. Um, but I can see a world, not quite right now, but in the near future where he is completely playable and a must of in any dragon deck. Um, I am going to agree with you. Um, even though I'm still incredibly high on Drago being pretty decent, uh, I don't see a world where Lance is your supporter you want to use for the turn in that. Um, now, it would be incredibly useful, obviously, to find the three dragon Pokemon that you want, but then there's not a convenient way after that to then get rid of them because they need to be in the discard pile, not in your hand. Well, in a world with no Pokeball or Quick Balls anymore um, and no Evo Incense, you can use that and then Ultra Ball them away. Again, there's just kind of Spitball in here, but um, yeah. I would see that would be a combo. That's the and, and that's the case in point now is I think just that that slowness is not um they may be in your hand, but then you you can't just research them away. You might be only just give a quick ball one of them away. Mm. Um so I don't necessarily think that he's gonna be that useful in the current if you're gonna try and build a Reggie Drago, because that's the only place he's gonna go. Uh you're not gonna use this in any other type of dragon deck. It's not like gonna make Giratina any better or nothing like no. that. Uh so uh, if we're talking purely standard format, uh, he's kind of just side fodder, not bulk, because you want to hang him around. Like, I don't know, he's a four card. You want to hang on to him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's so, definitely a card you want to hang on to, um, at least a four of or a playset or whatnot. Not yeah. to say that you're going to need a four of in a deck, but um, yeah, keep, keep an eye on it. Um, I don't think it's going to be super well, playable at the start. I will add in though, if you are a GLC fan, find your and you want a dragon deck, find a copy of Lance. Oh, for sure. That in, in GLC be, is busted. Yeah, GLC it is busted uh, because you can get whatever you want out of your deck for that. Uh, so that is like an instant setup card, or it's good no matter what turn you play it, unlike Gloria or 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 stuff like that. I mean, so, I, I suppose in in um, expanded it might be an okay card too because there's a lot of different dragon options there, right? I don't know. I don't play expanded. That would be a crapshoot to me. <laughs> I don't think you want to. That's another turn where I'm like, I do. You, can you even just not do a, another supporter? That's, that's true. That's not something good. Uh, like if you lance, is that like a win for your opponent that turn? <laughs> You're right. My, like, um, that would be my take on it, just because everything is pedal to the metal in that format. So, uh, yeah. So that is random card. Madness for a turn. Back to it and be doing a couple more weeks of uh Silver Tempest talking over some random cards. So I look forward to it. Back. All right, and that is gonna lead us into um a word from our sponsors, and then 
uh, into Turtwig Talks the Meta. The Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast is brought to you by Sports Car Junction. Located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, Sports Car Junction is a one-stop shop for players and collectors with a wide variety of singles, supplies, packs, and boxes available in-store and online at sportscarjunction.com. Don't forget to check out our weekly league, Mondays at 6 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to... Churchwick Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as Orb Damon. I'm joined by none other than the best player of all time, Churchwick. Without further ado, let's hop right into those top fates. Starting off, Kieran Palkia, Lost Box, and Palkia. Italian had four win for top eights this week. RCS Giratina had six top eights, and Giratina Lost Box had ten top eights this week. Pretty light week. So that's it for the top eights. I would like to thank our local groups of heroes in comics and four horsemen comics and games by shouting out all of our local players. Thanks again for showing up, guys. I appreciate all of you. Now let's talk about the decks that won this week. Every deck won a single time this week, not a single double. We had Blissey, Palkia Kiram, Arceus Kudra, Palkia, Inteleon, Lost Box, and Mew. That does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe. Take care, Pokemon trainers. All right. We're back, and it's time for the news. So... With this news, uh, we have a um, bunch of bunch of cool stuff to talk about. But uh, the big news, really, that I don't think we mentioned in the last cast. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, Crown Zenith is officially uh, revealed as the set special set we are getting. Mm-hmm. And um, it is going to be a specialty set or a mini set or something like that, even though I believe it said there was like going to be 160 cards in it. Um, uh, they called it a sounds like a pretty close to a full set. I mean, uh, that, that's kind of like where I want, I, that's kind of where I want our sets to be. To be yeah. honest. But, hey, um, I, uh, but it's a special set. Uh, yeah, so basically no booster boxes, you know? Yeah. AKs, just ETBs with, with the 10 uh, packs and stuff. Specialty things. So I will say, uh, though, uh, we didn't talk about this, but we were going to go over, but they are going to release, I, I figured this would be good to think, that talk about it. They are going to be releasing, like, I want to say, two, four, six, eight products over what looks to be a three-month span. So okay, okay. Uh, Crown Zenith will officially uh, release in January, uh, and then you will find... In the shelves, you'll find the trainer boxes, um, and there'll be a Regilecki and Regidrago V boxes, mm-hmm. um, where uh, you'll get a promo of them and a big card, and then Crown Zenith packs. Then in February, you'll find uh, mini tins will be out, and a Pikachu V Max collection will be released in February. So another collection featuring uh, Pikachu V Max. Um, then in March, uh, you'll find Zenith tins, and those are um, kind of like akin to what you've seen the 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 uh, the Giratina, the Rotom tins. They're like the metal tins with the promo card. Um, so those will come out, and uh, it says those will have uh, Articuno, 
Zapdos and Moltres, uh, and then booster packs. Um, uh, the Galarian versions of the birds. Right, right. Uh, and then in April, uh, you're going to get uh, collections featuring Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Inteleon, and a premium playmat collection featuring the more Peko V Union. And the key thing, which is, I this is the one product I am, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, this is the more Peko V Union art that has Marnie in it. Like, Telling like go more Peko. Um, How did I miss is, this? I don't remember seeing this. It is uh, it is pretty much very similar. Uh, I can't remember if it's any different of a V Union than the original, but uh, I don't know what the playmat looks like, but the art looks pretty freaking sweet. So uh, that might be a hot hot little buy. Uh, and then lastly, which this is the weird part, and kind of why I wanted to bring it up. In May, uh, well into Scarlet and Violet, I want to say, right. um, we will get a shiny and a shiny Zacian and Zemaseta set uh, that will give us uh, shiny versions of uh, Zacian and uh, Zemaseta. Are said, they the V versions or the V stars that are the V? The the promo, the reason why I sound a little uh question marky is because the promo sheet that they showed us they are the v's and they are not the new versions so the roses so seen i feel they, like it is just... perfect swordization and it is dauntless shield zamazenta didn't they so do that with the like... and the and the and the reshiram charizard um promos too didn't didn't the the yeah, gold versions out... come out after they rotated they came out well after they've rotated, but we yeah, were so very similar to that then. So these these are going to be either well out of what this means is until May, and we actually get hands on looking at the product. People are going to think that they're going to they may still be e block, right? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> no, probably just going to be pro promos that are already rotated out, which kind of sucks for anyone else trying to like get into the game and then be like, oh, this promo is rotated, but. Uh, you do get a good collection of packs with that, so it might still be a good buy. But right, right, yeah. Uh, well, that uh, I'm excited for this um, quote unquote mini set. Um, there are a lot of cool arts there. Um, I don't know if you've seen some of them that they put since then, uh, but that Lucario art, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, um, and like I said, like uh, you you mentioned that we have been revealing. Alt arts that everything so far we have not seen a single new card, but the alt arts that they are revealing are fantastic. Right, and uh, there should be at least two new cards that I know of because there's two radiants that were like said they were going to be revealed mm -hmm. that we have we don't have. So the radiant should be at least new. Okay, but they did okay. say there was okay. going to be a radiant Charizard, but it is just. A, reprint of the current radiant charizard but let's print one. more charizard pokemon so yeah. let's keep it print that zard yeah printing zards uh for days uh, one one but... last card that i want to talk about as far as the art and you know we're not huge on like art to talk about on the on the cast but um i have to uh this barrel um sitting in this log house in the middle of the pond um <laughs> my gosh i need these 
And I know, I know, uh, probably Sonny over at Real Sonny Games is going to need them too. But oh my gosh, that art is so cute. <laughs> yes, that is that, that is not is, a that is not. A, I want it. I I actually physically need that card. Yeah, that is a definitely some cute Bibberall art. And if you're going to play Bibs into the future, which you are, that is going to be the one I think everyone's going to want to use. Yeah. So who cares uh, about the pre-release hot. promo one? <laughs> We're yeah. using. In the middle of those lake house, <laughs> uh, you have to yeah. If you you have to look that one up, uh, it is a great looking card at the moment. Um, there is a lot of really cool looking ones. Um, I'm I'm kind of super excited for the uh, the Galarian Moltres, the single prize one. It's pretty cool looking. Right. Uh, yeah. There's Altar Legendary Dogs, Entai, Suicune, Raikou, all three of them. Uh, Altart, there's Altart trainers. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I mean, we're this well is another over champion or uh, champion or my champion's path, whatever you you call it. We're gonna get yeah, one we'll of those cards. Just like, oh my god, I've seen too much of this guy. <laughs> we're we're like well in like well close to like 30 cards. Like, and I would be happy to get, get any of these. And like, I don't know if like hit rates are gonna be great or what, but like, I haven't seen any filler crap that they throw in packs right they just get us hyped yeah. with these cards but we're gonna get those champions uh <laughs> just like we did with the, the champions yeah. path but but even even the, the stuff that they did show that's going to be reprinted uh which is ultra ball and the trekking shoes now some people might not like them because they do look like they have been drawn with crayons but i i like it i don't know i like those arts they're very uh kid friendly uh right. art um so i just like it but hey that's just me right uh but yeah yeah so uh it's looking to be pretty cool and looking like it might be a very fun set to open so right for sure um talking about open um i think last month's um successful uh or the success of our 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 you know month drawing um sponsored by uh, sports card junction where they're giving us an etb to give away to the community um was a success and uh, we did actually get that sent out to our winner today i know it was a little bit late just because of uh you know sports card junction and being closed like we said this week um but we are looking to do it again um so we're going to do a little different since we have a full month of of passwords where you know last month we said you know you just had to say the one um and we we shared it so this this month, every week, we're going to have a different um, a different keyword, and it will require us, or if you want to be entered in at the end of the month, it will require you to have two, at least two of four keywords um, to be officially entered into the drawing for the end of the month, ETB. Um, and this month's, or this week's uh, keyword is going to be um, the Forest Sealstone, so... In honor of the new card that's going to be busted, uh, we're just going to say Forest Sealstone. You can give FSS if you want to on the keyword. Don't matter to me. Um, again, just uh, send it to myself or Chuck or at Pit Pokepod. I, I will accept Muse Mossy Tablet as well. Like, <laughs> Muse Mossy uh, Tablet. <laughs> uh, the green tablet that makes Mew great. I'll even take that as an answer. So it Forest Sealstone. Yes, is the keywords 
or the key card, I key, guess. Key, um, yeah, it's not a key word, but it's a key phrase, I guess we can call it. <laughs> the key. The key it won't key always card. be that. It will always be at least something Pokemon related, and I think that card is going to be playable. So that was our word of the week. Yeah. So uh, again, how you enter, hit me or Jake or the podcast at Pick Pokepod, Jake at Talks One, or me at Watch Whimsy. Send us the keyword on Twitter. Uh, and that will uh, get you entered this week and then do it again one of three more weeks later and you will officially be entered, entered into the ETB giveaway. Let's get into the meat of this episode's conversation. So I really want to talk about some testing that I have done um, this week with, you know, all the new Silver Tempest stuff. Uh, we've kind of lightly talked about, you know, our predictions for Toronto um, going into this new meta um, and it's it's basically upon us i know people haven't quite got their stuff and it's not 100 percent legal uh, i know a lot of local places like to let us um, proxy now that you know pre-releases has gone on um, so i've done a little bit of that um, i played a little bit of vikavolt um, against some of the main the main um, you know culprits of what we think are going to be top meta um, and i've played some lugia um, again, just kind of getting a feel for that deck and kind of against a lot of those meta decks um, and where those two decks specifically fall in. Because, um, you know, we haven't seen that you know, one's a completely new uh, archetype and one's one that potentially will be bre- or breathing some life with the uh, the Reggie edition and where both those decks fall. So what one do you want to start on um, as far as, you know, the hot takes um let's go with uh the one i'm worried the most about we'll talk about beakable okay beakable so again um that was one I, of the ones you said right I, yes i i did i did print out a deck um with the new with the new reggies um and you know the 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 forest seal stone the fss stone um as our keyword was um and a bunch of other stuff to try to just get it consistently up with that item lock with the boosted damage um and again this is probably about 20 games in um and i actually put the deck down because i don't think it's as big as a problem as i initially thought so um there's a a couple reasons why um we'll start with the reggies um with the, the damage boost um i feel like if our game right now at least currently is still really fast um, so even if you do get your item lock off your first turn, you're not boosting the damage. So if they already have a board set state uh, set up, um, they'll just continue to um, you know play. Um, the the new Lugia doesn't really use a lot of items, um, especially with the with the the Serenas. Um, you know, obviously the Lost Box and and the Palkia Inteleon does, but again, if they set up faster, especially if they go first, um, they're still in a pretty good spot. Um, and Irita is still just a blessed card. Um, so it doesn't feel like Reggie's at least early game is good enough because obviously you need to set two up to do any meaningful damage to 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 two shot stuff. Um, you need to get one set up to even take knockouts on like confies. You don't even do enough damage um, before the damage modifiers to set up confies. And a lot of times, again, if that deck just sets up faster, it doesn't matter. Um, there are a lot of times against Lost Box particular 
um, where I did get my item lock set up um, and, you know, just chorus got them out of it um, and they didn't really worry about it. And I wasn't taking prizes still because they were still able just to tank. Um, and again, it, it, it's still again, early testing, but it didn't feel like the damage uh, was good enough against the deck. Uh, it still felt like it set up. Um against Lugia it feel it feels like it's it's horrible it, again even with weakness you have that same issue where you need to do that damage early and it takes at least you know an extra turn um to get the evolution out there um and your deck is semi consistent but it doesn't seem like if you make that a priority to evolve it might you might um take away from you know the the continuous item lock uh it feels like it's harder to set up a second one while maintaining the board state compared to what lugia needs to do if it's already set up it just starts rolling pokemon and energy um like it's no big deal um and a lot of times you just outpace them with lugia um and even with with uh the Intelli online and palkia it felt like um it palkia just sets up a little fast still um, it didn't feel like the item lock was super effective against a lot of different decks. Even, I guess I would say, even with the testing, I was probably at least 75%. Hey, my first turn, I, I get off my item lock and it still didn't feel like it mattered. Like ever. <laughs> Every time I got it off, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm set. I'm good. Um, I have a, a Reggie on my, on my on my disc or on my uh on my bench i'll start like ramping up my damage uh and they just still did what they wanted to do even with item lock uh, again could that have been a little bit of luck on my opponent's side um with you know with what their hands were P potentially yes um but I, I like i said i played like 20 games and it, it really just didn't matter that the lock didn't feel like it mattered if lock that makes sense it's not hard enough is what you're saying i guess so i mean because because it a lot of times you're as it needed to be. Yeah, because a lot of times like your opponent will have a large hand. And if you want to get that lock off, you're, you're no you're never gonna Marnie and then lock. Like that will be the second turn. But at that point, it might be too late because if you if you're at the point where you can hit and Marnie, they're probably killing you. Um, and then you you need to set up a second one, and it's just it feels like it's harder to set up a second one compared to a second um, attacker on Lugia or a second attacker on, on you know, Palkia or, or Garatina or something like to that effect. It feels like it's just easier for those decks to get their backup attacker um, streamlined um, and getting it ready to go while doing what their deck needs to do compared to what Vikavolt wants to do where it's trying to, to energy excel itself and disrupt. It just feels like it's kind of clashing in two different um, ways against itself. Yeah, because there's there's not a way for you to accelerate and attack first turn without with while disrupting their hand, correct? Correct. Yeah. So so they I, get to keep their they for you to lock them, they get to keep their hand. So generally, uh, yes. Uh, Especially early game. And I think that, I think the thing is like the early game is huge because that's when you want to do it. Because the mid game again, there's always room for comeback, but that mid game you're trying to set up your your Pokemon, your your backup Pokemon. No, like as the as a person playing against Shock Lock, you you can kind of play around that, knowing that okay, um, I got this Palkia V Star in my hand, 
Right. Uh, I need to do what I need to do right now to get a V out and two energy in my hand because I'm not going to have items to get these things. So if I can get those things, then I'm online and he can lock me. But hey, I'm still going to be able to attack with Palkia in the next turn. So even though I don't necessarily have a way to search for Palkia, just make sure he's in my hand at the moment because he can't disrupt my hand. I can't, I can't get this out of my hand without him not sacrificing his item lock, which and then, then I can go find him again because I can use the full force of my deck. So. Right. Um, so, I mean, again, I think if you're going to any of these regionals or Toronto specifically, you need to be aware of it. I just, I think I've been pushed off of the deck. I don't think it's as good as I was anticipating it or hoping or dreading it would be i guess i don't know um i was kind of one of those things i dreaded it so much i'm like okay i'll just join it um kind of a thing but it didn't feel great in in like 20 plus games of testing um to do what it wants to do like the damage ramp is just too slow um and being able to chain versus you know your opponent chaining their their attackers still feels bad and the item locks just doesn't feel good enough right now and that kind of surprised me uh just based off of you know the the lost engine and and Inteleon engine needing or relying so heavily on those but even in those matchups it didn't seem to matter uh again in in light testing overall but um against like Lugia it doesn't really matter because they're not using a lot of items because there's a lot of ways to do what they want to do without items well just thinking about Lugia's game plan it doesn't I mean, obviously, uh, it require like ball searches and things like that would be helpful, right? But it doesn't necessarily require a single item to to get the job right. done. I, I I think I played like five games against Lugia, and I lost every single one of them. I was playing uh, play testing with one of our locals, Mike, um, and we we talked through both turns where I was like, we're trying to play optimally on both sides because um, we really wanted to get an answer to this, and it's like it just felt like Lugia always had an answer um, no matter if it went first or second, um, just playing with the, with the Serena's um, and, and ditching your stuff there. It just felt like it was just too good. And even when I locked it, you know, th- like three of three or five games, it still just ran through what it wanted to do and hit me. And like the weakness didn't matter uh, because, because the Reggie's just didn't set up fast enough where it mattered for the Oko uh, and then Lugia just did Lugia things. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say um, definitely the stock is down on Vikavolt in my eyes. Will a top player bring it and have success? Probably. Um, but it's not as big of an issue, at least in my headspace, as it originally was. Good to hear. Uh, stock is down on 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 Vika Volt, uh, I'm all for playing the game. So right, let's go. As am I. If, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, but let's talk about playing the game um, with the new deck, the new big bad um, Lugia V Star um, in combination. Um, it, at least specifically for my testing, it was the amazing rares and the Radiant Zard um, version. Uh, so. Having the Yivatal out there, having the the Zard and the Raikou um, are all great attackers and, you know, situational attackers 
Um, and then obviously having the Archeops out there is actually an okay attacker if, if need be. Um, it can accelerate to itself um, and, and be off there. Um, the deck, once it sets up, it feels like it's almost unbeatable, uh, depending on the text of what you have in there. Um, it, it absolutely creams two or multi-priced Pokemon because um, it can Oko them rather easily um, with a bunch of different combinations. Zard obviously is going to be Ableton Oko stuff. Um, same with Yvitol, same with Lugia itself. Um, and it has a variety of different attackers. Uh, it has different prize mapping, you know, with, with two prizers, one prizers having to do that. A lot of times you'll, you know, attack with one Lugia and then just set up with, um, single prizers the rest of the game. Um, you don't necessarily, your opponent doesn't necessarily want to gust up, uh, the Archeops because then it's just taking out a one prizer if Lugia is out there. Um, so it could mess with your opponent, um, there and you know energy excel or stopping the energy acceleration is huge for the your opponent but is it worth it for augustine not that taking out a multi-pricer um not quite sure there um there's there's still a lot of other positives that you know we'll still talk about here but the minuses for me at least um again this is probably about you know, from locals um this week plus you know just kind of some some um some solitaire and, and just testing with, you know, Mike again, like I said, um, it feels like it's a little clunky, especially early game. Um, with Serena, it is not like a net plus card really. Um, a lot of times. So it is just using for the discard and then just drawing a couple cards. Um, when it comes to the consistency portion of the card, um, so I'm not 100% sold on Serena when it comes to that portion of it. It is good to get rid of those Archeopses um, and whatnot. Um, but I feel Serena's better as a Guster, um, kind of like we talked with the uh, pre-release. So that the Serena's won me games more because of its Gust effect than it uh, it did with the the setup in the more at the beginning. I think you know Professors is good for that. Obviously, a lot of ball search. Um, having a four-four line of quick and and um, ultra uh, feels pretty good there. Um, so yeah, it feels a little clunky to me at least at the start. Um, you, you have any comments on that? Um, I haven't got my hand on on Lugia, mm -hmm. uh, but I know stock stock is up on that one. Um, I am uh, I am curious. Well, not curious. Uh, I am not excited to see that it's going to uh what's the word? Dominate. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think it's gonna lead to dominance because it's going to see exacerbate or over achieve with over... Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's gonna it's basically gonna making the meta. price trading. I think basically making price trading price trading with it like Un, like un, undoable, uh, unfavorable because, for for multi-prizers. Yeah, for a lot of things, and I'm not really looking forward to that. To be completely honest with you, um, Lugia could be fun. Well, I, I in in my thought process, I thought it might be a little bit clunky to get completely set up, but it's really not that many moving parts, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but. We'll see. 
Uh, yeah, we'll I mean, what, the, what, what people can come up to counter with it, because obviously special energy is the big thing. And uh, uh, maybe maybe some special energy hate comes back. And I'm, I'm not I'm not out here saying like there's ways. I, I know I've mentioned this hate. guy. I know I've mentioned this guy like three times, but I'm, he's not the one I'm actually thinking of, like in Beedrill. But like just things that just don't like special energy, i.e. like Temple of Sinnoh or uh things like that nature uh getting the temple to actually stick is a little bit harder to do when you know technically yeah, i mean lugia doesn't posture. necessarily care about temple because it's still just single or um colorless energies um so it's not going to be doing damage buffs uh but it's still um you know it's still going to be able to attack obviously the the one prizers will need that temple uh bumped uh but it's not necessarily undoable because a lot of them will play a lot of stadium bumps um in one yeah. fashion or another as i mean you still can just when you need the stadium and play it it's on their turn so like they I, have the they have the uh agency to bump it uh so their turn can literally be more designed about just bumping the stadium and being able to attack afterwards Right. So it's like that's not a good, like a necessarily like a hard counter. Right. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It's 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 interesting to see. Um, we'll we'll let the uh, I'll have to watch a little bit more on the uh, on the outset. It's definitely Lugia is definitely something I was going to end up making. Right. Um, and it went down a road. Uh, I think I did not that I'm saying I said it, but I think I said that Lugia wasn't going to be the answer, but they're going to find some good attackers to go with Lugia uh, that are going to make it good. And I think the going down a, the busted single prizer route right. uh, is going to be... Uh, it, it definitely of, has been. <laughs> it has uh, been it's gonna single be, prizers. It's going to be uh, mind-boggling and or frustrating until a lot of the things that it's using currently go away. Right. When it go, that's it, completely different topic at the time was when those uh, rotate, but for uh, until rotation, I think it's going to be great. Um, one thing I do want to talk about the deck though. Um, it, it, while the strategy is simple, it is, it is a deck that you need to manage your resources. Well, uh, because the special energy, um, there's no real good way to recover that. So once they're gone, they're gone. Um, and being able to really, um, you know, prize map correctly or, or check your prizes, see what your resources are and not, um, overextend. Um, and, and those, uh, Aurora energies are very, very valuable, um, especially for those single prizes. So you really want to be aware of what you're using and, and be, um, uh, you know, be frugal as you can also, I mean, especially early game, you're probably going to have to discard one or two of these energies that might hurt you later on um, throughout the game uh, just to establish a board state. Because um, you do, obviously the meta is still fast. Um, and I think that's the, the hard part about it is that first turn, to first, uh, first turn, second turn is probably the hardest portion of it is just getting that board state set up um, and not overextending depending on the matchup, um, putting like multiple Lugias down or anything like that. Um, cause you know, you don't want your opponent to have two, two prizers cause you, you ultimately want them to go through the Lugia and then go through, then go through all these single prizers. Um, and you know, 
that that's probably the best case for win. But sometimes, you know, if you have multiple on the board um, just to get set up, that could hurt you in the long run for them just to take Oko's. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but the deck does feel like it's probably BDIF. I think just overall against two prizers, it feels favored. Um, I've, you know, played against uh, Garatina um, and, and it feels like it's Garatina's fighting a really big uphill battle um, to be able to just to, to beat it, uh, to keep pace. Um, Arceus feels like it's an uphill battle. Um, even Duraludon didn't, uh, again, I wasn't the one playing Duraludon, but Duraludon, if you have answers for it and have like that respect uh, factor, um, playing like a path to the peak, because once you set up with Lugia, it doesn't really matter. You don't really need uh, Pokemon with multi or uh, with abilities uh, that are, that are, uh, you know, rule box Pokemon. Uh, so then you just path, path them and then take the knockouts. Um, so Duraludon doesn't feel great against it. Um, and, and Serena felt really good in that matchup uh, too. Um, so it can struggle against single prizes because again, we just talked about uh, energy and managing that resource. So if uh, like Reggie's right now, um, even if, even if you play the Dunsparce where you have, um, you know, weakness coverage, um, it might be, you know, a game of they just outlast you because you have to take six prizes um, and you might not have the energy resources to continue to attack, uh, especially if you're going through one prize. So that is something to consider uh, as well. Um, but there are a couple things that I, you know, I have in mind for Reggie's. I, I wasn't playing a version to respect Reggie's or single prizers. Um, really, because I was just trying to go max consistency, but obviously uh, going into regionals, you're going to have to respect Re Reggie's because that deck is still just really good. Yeah, because Reggie's energy acceleration comes from the discard, so you can always get your energy back, whereas Lugia, well, Archeops is pulling it from your deck, so you it really needs to be in your deck, not necessarily anywhere else. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And, there, and as far as I know, there's not a card that, um, you know, outside of Reggie's, which can't really use because um, it doesn't really trigger without all the rest of them, um, you know, for Lugia to use uh, in that matchup. Not a, I, I will not. There are options, but not a good one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess uh, Silene would be one, too. Um, uh, I have not seen Silene in there. But again, I think I think it. It's just going to be great because it's so versatile. Obviously, we're going to see a drop after rotation. I you know perceived with a lot of the special energy leaving, um, but for the for the time being, uh, I would I would heavily suggest to play Lugia and learn how to play the mirror match too because I think the mirror match is going to be huge. Um, it's going to be a thoughtful game and a resource management game, um, and you know the, the prize trade. Um, so. I would say if you're you're thinking about Lugia, um, have one or two answers for Reggie's and have an answer for the mirror match. Um, I have a couple of ideas what those might be, um, but you know, again, still more testing to be had. Um, but it, overall, it feels good. All right, so stock is up on the Lugia train. Yes. All right, so um, buy early. Uh, buy early. Oh, <laughs> speaking of buy early, I forgot to mention this. Um, so at the pre-release, I, I pulled one and I, I did mention that portion. And then I was like, oh, I went home and I was like, I'm not going to buy a lot of this set. So I'm just going to order one. Right. So I'll, I'll order one to have two V stars. And then I hopefully will pull or trade one. Right. 
Um, and I accidentally bought two. I was like, I clicked the, the buy button and then I accidentally bought two. I'm like, why is it? Be- oh, no, no. I wanted to go back, but no. So now I'm a, the proud owner of a zero three line of Lugia V stars. <laughs> Good job, Jake. Right. Good right. Job. I was like, no, I just spent more money than I wanted to. And I'm like, hopefully the wife won't kill me. <laughs> uh, well, you'll have them ready. To, you'll have them ready to go. You just got to get the Lugia V's now to go with it. Right. Um, but so, as far as I'm sorry, I, I was going to move us into our next deck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as far I, that was the the two that I really tested this week. Um, I didn't really play a lot of Palkia or Garatina. Um, I feel that those decks are still rather good against just the meta in in total. Um, having the answers, I think. Again, I really want to really deep dive in that Palkia and Lugia matchup going into Toronto because I feel like. If any other two prizer meta deck that's going to have a chance against it, um, I think it would be um, the Palkia, just because obviously Lugia needs to set up a full bench, right? And, you know, with that being said, it will be knocked out. They can trade blow for blow. Um, and with the addition of Echoing Horn and Cross Switchers and stuff like that, um, there will be answers. I want to see what that, that matchup really you know, entails, but I think if any of those two prizer decks, uh, I feel Lugia it has is best suited at least uh, currently to, uh, or Palkia is best suited to take on Lugia at least in a 50 50. Um, I feel like uh, Garatina is still great against most everything, but in general, the it's one prizer attackers don't do enough to Lugia's deck compared to what Lugia's one prize attackers does to Tina. So I feel like it's heavily favored uh, in Lugia. Um, maybe that early game consistency is slightly favored in Tina's decks um, with the Confi uh, engine. Um, but I feel just overall, if they, if they both get set up, that it's just Lugia, uh, Lugia's game to lose. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to roll this in the team, you know, but I think you kind of summed it up. In, in the grand scheme of things, I think Tina's still a good deck, but stocks right. down a little bit because you don't know how much Lugia is going to take over, in the at least here in the, in the U.S. I think it's going to uh, be heavy. Uh, it's going to be probably a high percentage, and that's going to make, like you said, that matchup a little bit harder to go through. Uh, I'm sure there's lines of play that will get Tina through the matchup, but uh, ultimately... Um, if you face the one prizes off against each other, the Tinas are a little bit more deadlier, I guess, to each other. Or no, not not, not Tinas. Lugias are a little yeah, bit more Lugias deadlier. Yeah, Lugias are, yeah. Because Tinas, yeah. then vice versa. Right. Is to say. So I'm going to move us into the, the matchup you really wanted to talk about, which was the, the Palkia. And I think I think Palkia is the one match. Palkia and Talion, I don't, I don't think, I think we can... I think Kiram is actually going to hurt him in this. Yeah, this I don't know. Kiram, I don't, I'm not high on Kiram anyways. If I was going to play, regardless of Lugia, if I was going to play a Palkia list, it would be Palkia Intel. It would not be Kiram. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Kiram might hurt him in, hurt Palkia in the long run in these matchups. But uh, Palkia, I think, are you, I agree with you in that it just has the speed and the versatility to keep pace with a Lugia that. Uh, can go get off to a hot start too. I mean, so obviously, coin flip like taking the coin flip out of contention, going first, they all things equal. 
Um, Palkia can can really punish a Lugia deck early um, if it goes first, and um, even if it goes second. Um, with the, I mean, with the right things, it might be able to um, make the price trading stall out to where it can catch up um, in the terms of like forcing you to take a, a right. Sobble or taking a prize with an Inteleon or something like that. Um, the possibility. I, I mean, I will say that Palkia win route would need to be like a, a KO on a Lugia. And then a K, like they need to go two two two. I don't think that it's going to have success if it goes like even two two one one, uh, because Palkia's generally will still need to attack with Palkia mainly. Intellion, yeah, can maybe take one out, but it's never going to take two. Uh, well, I, what it what it what what I mean is it's going to stop Lugia from going two two two. I think that's the big deal. Is that Lugia? Like, not saying that Lugia itself is doing the two two two, but it it's not going to let you go Palkia, 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 which is the only two prizers in the deck. Um, it is, they, it they might maybe... still do that though. It might have to go through Palkia, Palkia, Intellion, Palkia, um, but on the other side, it's going to have to go through. It can't go through Lugia. It, to win, it needs to go through Lugia, 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 which you know. Echoing Horns is going to be the thing. If it goes through Lugia, Lugia, then Charizard and a Yvatal, that's still an extra turn behind uh, be between the other rice because it you're never chaining Inteleon attacks, and generally your ninja is not a good enough attacker um, to take out you know anything on the other side. Um, it will soften them, but it's not going to take them out. So. It still feels like a little bit behind. You're going to need Echoing Horn. Echoing Horn is huge in that matchup, and I want to see how big of a deal it is. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I think that that's basically all the testing I've done. We could talk about Reggie's. It's still probably the best single deck uh, out there. Um, I say you probably need to respect it if you're going to these things um, to have answers for it. There's definitely a lot of tape in Tempo of Sinnoh. Um, um, the collapse stadium, also another good, uh, you know, tech for that. Uh, and I've seen people on Twitter, you know, the celebrations, uh, Palkia, I think it was Palkia or one of those horses or whatever that stops them from, um, um, playing a stadium. So then you can kind of just lock that stadium in place. So then that's a good answer there. Um, so, I mean, I think if you're going to, you, you really want to take against Reggie's, that's probably the answer there. Um, I, I everything just Everything else kind of stays. What's I that? I, just saw, I saw a large uptick in Collapse Stadium. I think I saw early okay. Lugia Lips just having 4X Collapse because it doesn't care that it only plays with four. And uh, Reggie's can't function at a bench of four. So, um right. That's that's what I saw. That I mean, uh, could be. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and then also just going back to that Palkia. Um, actually, actually thinking this because you Palkia or Lugia still needs to play the the fish and and the bat to kind of get that early game consistency. So you really could prize map like a, a Lugia and then you know like a you know, fish or a bat and then do it again. 
Um, but collapse stadium also helps Lugia, um, especially really like later game because they get rid of it. So again, going back to the comment that echoing horn is going to be huge in this format. I think if you're going to play a deck outside of Lugia, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think Lugia. Uh, yeah, I mean the red. I want to say that the Palkia was like stocks kind of even. I wouldn't say a huge chain. We're kind of waiting to see on that one. Uh, the Reggie, I want to say it's kind of the same. I mean, you might, I, I could see like a real Reggie lover, like uh, Azul or something like that. Someone high on Reggie's would be like, they're going to be fine. And right. give you like a good five page essay of why they're going to do fine. And then I could sit here myself and give you five page essay of why I hate Reggie's and they should go burn <laughs> uh, Arceus Dungeon or whatever. Right, right. Uh, opposite of Arceus is in Giratina's they go burn in Giratina's dungeon so uh yeah yeah so uh call it call it even on that as well right um but we're we're just under a month away from Toronto um still more testing to be done uh you know we'll share what we can I know that uh, again I'm going to have a lot of um hot takes I guess um yeah, but I, I, like I said, I just I guess a recap of the testing this week. Uh, Vikavolt stock down to the point that I don't feel comfortable even considering it. Um, and then Lugia, I've been yeah. a little concerned on the early game consistency, but once it sets up, it's it's it just wrecks two prize decks. Okay. Um, and then one prizers again. I think Reggie's is the best one prizer, but if Lugia respects it. There's plenty of answers that it could have out there because it's so versatile that it will it should just body them. Um, but if it doesn't respect it, you know, Reggie's can just easily just walk over it. All right. That is cool to hear. Um, I have a lot of testing to my doubt myself to do this week. Um, because I have to try and win myself some silver tempest next week. So we got two case tournaments coming up. So there we go. I know we have a 1K coming up soon in Pittsburgh as well. So I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, I am excited for that. It's a this is like a weird area of testing for me because uh I have the two case tournaments this week, which I don't know how much readily available Silver Tempest is gonna be. So it's like how much do I have to worry about seeing Lugia, Reggie Drago, XYZ? So I'm already I'm already kind of leaning towards just uh, sticking with Palkia and Teleon, riding that train because I feel like it can it can handle um, anything else that's new, and handle everything that of the old. Right. I'd be good either way. Uh, just you know, basically learning myself, learning on the fly how to navigate those newer matchups. So uh, I'm looking for that's what I'm looking for this week. But then like next week with that one K, which I do plan on attending. I don't know. Like, that's the other thing. Like, I don't know if I want to stick with that. Like, so I might have to do a whole nother week of testing with something else. That's brand new. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hone in on one deck. I think right now, um, my two decks that I'm, I'm really leaning towards is Lugia and Palkia. Um, and just kind of see where we're going from there. Um, but again, that's what testing's for. I, I, I want to kind of keep my, my vision, like, um, uh, the one track mind, and I don't want to look too far out there because I don't want to distract myself. Like, ooh, this could be good, a new blah blah blah, blah kind of thing. Um, so you know, that's where I'm sitting right now. Obviously, we have just under a month, so t- things can change. Yeah, 
because I would like to just hone in for uh, hone in for Toronto as well. But we got to see. I got to see what it does in 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 the world. Like not the world, but uh, LAIC is coming up, and just see what what people put out there. Right. I agree. But Chuck, um, you know, going into pregame, we were saying maybe we can keep this one uh, at an hour or under. Um, we failed yeah. at that. <laughs> we failed at that. We're at like almost the hour and a half mark again. I don't know how we continuously just keep over talking our goal. We've been trying to keep it at like that, that bite-sized piece an hour, but it's just so hard. Uh, we, yeah. we get, to- we get talking Pokemon. We get passionate about this. Um, but I appreciate you, you know, <laughs> always here talking and everybody listening. I appreciate each and every one of you guys, uh, for sticking with us till, you know, to the end. I know we can get long-winded, especially myself, I think, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could definitely get long-winded on a lot of things. Uh, you should sit down and uh, talk Star Wars with you one time. We'll be here till tomorrow, right? But uh, yeah, it's always I, it's always fun. I love being here, and I appreciate all you guys listening till the end as well. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Um, but again, um, this month's keyword to our uh, our ETB giveaway is the forest steel stone or you can just go sss or fss velocity tablet mu maker mellow magic carp <laughs> <laughs> shout out to mellow <laughs> underscore magic carp uh always you know awesome content out there alongside all these other um you know podcasts that you can listen to um so you know we appreciate you listening to us among <laughs> Uh, a, a rich pool of you know uh, talented podcasters out there as as i just brought you up by trying to name M, continue my m word. <laughs> i'm sure he doesn't mind if you if you haven't yet check out the lake of rage podcast if you're not going to listen to us but you should listen to us first because uh um he always says he's the best podcast but i think we're just a, a, you know just a, a little bit uh, above <laughs> yeah. all right with that being said we're going to cut out before we we ramble about some more random uh, yes, things. So. <laughs> and just keep adding minutes on as we go. So see ya. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, if, as always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pod. Plus, Jake... Where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Panucks1 on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWimsy and Ryan at ry for gaming You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later. <laughs>